welcome everyone. Thanks for coming to our pre-pod show. Uh, all of us are here. Oh. oh, wait. Man, Zach just got up out of his chair and kind of twirled around in circles for a second and walked away. He's gone. So I guess it's just four oh. of us now. Um, maybe he'll come back. Oh, he, oh, oh, he called from he, the other oh, room? No, no, he's just flipping no, us off. Oh, man. Dang. Oh, dude. That was rude. Okay. Cold. See it. See you next yeah. week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let's just. Uh, and let me click, click, click. Okay. I kicked Zach. So Zach can't come in because he was mean. <laughs> uh, so we don't have to worry about that for the rest of the episode. Uh, which means we're going to talk about uh, hip stuff that the kids are doing these days uh, while Zach is gone. Uh, which man. is music. <laughs> um, no, I mean, the music world's uh, blowing up a little bit in a cool way. Got a really cool uh, pop album. Um, or I guess it's like LP. But um, from Olivia Rodrigo called Sour. Uh, that's, I think, is super neat um, for like a debut album. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, and Tyler, the creator, uh, who we are all big fans of, uh, also released another album. Uh, he's released how many albums in the since the last Kendrick album? Two, three, two. I'm two, not throwing shade since the last. Um, one. E Igor and this one, right? Yeah. yeah, I guess. I think Probably. yeah. Like Flower Boy came out in 2017. That would be it. Did the same? I year? just yeah. It would be the yeah. Same yeah I just game. looked at their discography. Cool. Um, I'm not bitter. But uh, <laughs> now, uh, two super cool albums that I think have all of us listened to both of them now. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jackson, have you listened to Sour? Yeah, I th I might have not listened to like the the last song or something. It's hard. I, it was yeah. like one of those album listen through sessions where I was driving and I'm not sure if I got there before I finished, but I definitely listened sure. to most of it. Yeah. Um, well, let's just talk about that one first uh, while its relevance is fleeting uh, <laughs> at this point. Um, right. No, man, I thought it was pretty insane for a debut album. Like her her voice is nuts. And I think she's pretty I, I think she's a stellar songwriter. I also think whoever produced that album is really good. Yeah, it was super well produced. Mm -hmm. And I'm I I tweeted. I was like. Of course, the year we get two Weezer albums, like this is the year that I say, like as of now, this is my favorite album that's come out so far, which is sad because I really do like both of the the new Weezer albums. But mm -hmm. she just like she just like kicks ass kind of on yeah. this album. I really, I mean, the my favorite songs are definitely the two like like two thousands era punk rock mm -hmm. like kind of tribute yeah. songs. Um, but I found even liking you know pretty much most of the other tracks as well yeah um i i'm i'm a sucker for like angsty teen <laughs> music you know so oh man the the opener to that album is just it it just it just kicks ass just like you said like it's crazy yeah the you you boot it up and that first track just comes out of the gate so strong uh, it's also right. cool to hear all of like her you can very clearly which i think is true of most debut albums you can very clearly hear like the influence and kind of what she's going for and like who inspired her for songs and stuff like that uh which is i think really neat mm -hmm. you're kind of talking about some of that like yeah like pop punk uh influence in a couple of those yeah i yeah what's your uh oh go ahead chance no you go ahead i'm gonna be talking for a while so 
That's good. That's good. Okay. Okay. And I, I say <laughs> well, that I think, as. Well, oh. 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 oh, I'm oh Zach's no, back. you first. No, you first. Oh. Oh no no Zach Zach's back. I don't know. Okay. Sorry Zach. We have to cut you off there. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what the fuck was I gonna say? Oh yeah yeah. So I I actually really like this album too, and I don't typically like pop. Um, yeah. At least the style of pop. But I either. think it was I think it was really good. And I think like for for pop at the very least to be palatable is like a big step for a lot of people. Like obviously it, it reaches the most people. But like there were people who I know like don't listen to pop on the rig, just like posting saying like this mm-hmm. album is bonkers, this album is so good. Um and so like my experience with sour was bittersweet <laughs> taste puns. Um you love oh, okay. it. You love oh. it. Um but yeah so like i thought it was really good i only listened through it once and then like i like picked a couple songs that i really liked and listened to them like yeah. over and over again like jealousy is yeah really good um and then like driver's license basic i know but it's great obviously um, well it's good yeah, yeah it's just good like, that's it's a good funny song. and that might be my, one of my that's probably like my bottom three songs on the album that's fair yeah. that's fair it just doesn't it just doesn't do it for me anyway keep going but yeah so like I think like it was super good. Like I think it's really important to put it in perspective that this is like the first time she's done an album. Yeah, and like she wrote all of it, and I think that that at like, seventeen years elevates old. it. Yes, at seventeen years old, elevates it to me. Like her voice is really good. One of my favorite artists is Madison Cunningham, which is also like a singer songwriter who is has a beautiful voice and like weaves these incredible stories. But her voice reminds me a lot of Madison Cunningham, and that's why like. I really resonated with a lot of parts of the album, but then there were definitely parts of the album where I was like, uh, this is just like pop, but you know, once again, in perspective, like I think it's a really incredible project, but I definitely think like going into it, like it had been hyped up so much for me that I was like, okay, this is going to be like the most bangerous album of all time kind of vibes. And when I listened to it, I was like, this is like a solid, like four out of five. Like it's very good. And like the highs are really high Mm -hmm. and there's not that many lows. So I think like leaving it, I like was kind of grounded by it, you know, where I was like, this isn't like a masterpiece. It's just a really great album by somebody who's going to have an incredible career, I think. Yes. In the end. Right. And so I definitely really like that. And I'm I'm was appalled that I was like, this is just like a pop album that I could actually listen to and not like feel cringed about. So it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of felt similar to you a little bit, Ronnie. When I was listening to it, there were a lot of like. Well, okay, so first, I when, when Driver's License was, like, you know, a single and stuff, uh, in my mind, before the album came out, I listened to that song a ton. I thought it was really, really good. It's got real good mood and vibes to it, and, um, you know, plus my heartstrings. I like it. Um, then when I started listening to the album, I, I'll say that there are songs like, um, what is it, Deja Vu? I know that one's pretty popular, but... I really like that one, and, and it's got Me too. some. It's, uh, it's got the the whole thing is written with a very um, youthful feeling to it, but it's uh, very genuine. At least that's how I pick it up. Is it comes across very genuine. It doesn't come across like manufactured and yeah. that kind of youthful pop star type of thing. But I will agree with Ronnie. There were a lot of things where um, I wasn't necessarily like outstanding where it was like um 
it would, like you're saying, it would hit these, uh, or I think, uh, Silas or Chance, you said something like, uh, drawing on inspiration. You could, you could definitely tell that she was drawing on lots of inspiration mm -hmm. for, for specific songs. You know, they had different genre flavors, like pop punk on the first one. And on a good amount of those, I was like, you know, that's, there's not a whole lot that's like new here or like, you know, revolutionary, but that's okay. Like it doesn't, not everything has to be, you know, crazy good, but nothing exactly. was, it's a debut. I would say, uh, sub mediocre, like in, in the way of, there was nothing really bad about the album too, though. It was all like, quality and genuine and there was not there was nothing that i didn't like um but there were really high highs in my opinion and i yeah. definitely think that it's it's pretty varied so those high highs will be different for different people yeah especially how the genres hit you but i do agree that it, it it's a very promising first album because it shows uh flexibility um range potential mm -hmm. uh she does one of the things that i really like about her that's not just beyond like songwriting and production is that she does really cool things with her voice at a, mm -hmm. at a lot of different times you know she's got a um she's got a good voice but then she'll do some pretty cool tonality things with it and that that's the kind of things that um give you goosebumps in the middle of a song where it starts to elevate it a little bit. And uh, yeah, she's got a lot going on. And I, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm super excited for whatever she's gonna release going forward. Cause I think like the only direction is up and like given that this album was like already like very good, that's just a super exciting place to be in as an artist or like for your fans to like know that you're gonna be releasing just like bangers for like the yeah. rest of your career, hopefully. Um, but I, there was a couple things that Jackson said that like I really like resonated with and one of those was like the songwriting I think is just phenomenal because of who she is um, and I think that's what makes a lot of it feel so genuine mm -hmm. like I will not lie like around song like 9 or 10 I was kind of getting tired of the like teenage breakup you know narrative yeah that's um, that's what i was gonna say yeah. yeah and like for and like for good reason i'm not a i'm not a teenager anymore mm -hmm. right like if i was still mm -hmm. 16 like i don't think i would feel the same way about that right like i've been married for almost three years like yeah. it's just I, my <laughs> the narratives that i like subscribe to are different now yeah. so like i get that, that that restricts my ability to appreciate that as the intended audience does mm -hmm. um but True. even though like i was getting tired of that narrative none of it felt fake. And I think that that was really impressive, um, yeah. especially with the song like Deja Vu, which is also one of my favorite songs. So we have some overlap, Silas. Um, it's like the song is so simple and like the story that's being told is so like, it all feels genuine and it all felt like it was coming from a place of like real lived experience and it didn't feel fake, which like it very easily could have if it stepped any other direction. So that in, in the reach is incredible. Like she can be on like, massive production scale instrumentation songs and also like super scaled back person with the guitar tracks and i love yep. that like that's I super too. cool um yeah i was trying to say i i like the thing that i think is cool you talked about it being like 
seeming like really like genuine and these are how she felt and it doesn't feel like fake and, and I think that's why it works for so many people who are older like it does kind of like get old you know by the end of it but um like they the it's relatable and what she's talking about is I mean like the first you know big breakup you went through when you were in high school you felt a lot of those things like everything she's talking about is is feels like real and really and she's writing about it in a way that's I mean it's, it's specific to her situation but it's still relatable and uh and there's like nothing that she's feeling or talking about that's like out of the question and I think also into you know it, when you were a teenager and the first time you broke it was all you thought about forever so kind of like the whole album being about that in in such a it's just about like emotions and like processing and there's not really you know there's there's not like a narrative going on. There's not like a, there's not much of a story being told. Uh, it is, it is just processing emotions and working through the grief of a breakup. And, um, and like, that's really important when you're that age and that happens and it's bad. Uh, and, and everything she's like feeling makes sense. And when you hear it, like it, it takes you back. And you think about when you felt that, uh, and and it like it it feels I don't know it feels good to hear someone else kind of like sing about those things uh, because it also you're like oh yeah I remember that man that did suck like yeah like what you're what you're feeling is valid and in turn it makes you feel like what you felt is val- was valid yeah for sure. The big thing to know is the context surrounding, yeah, like sure. her writing it, right? For sure. And 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 I had to have Hannah like explain to me, but like she's like a co-star on this yeah. like Disney Channel show, and the guy that the album's about, like she like broke up with, and he got together with someone else who was also on set. So it's also like he's also every older single than her. day, like a he, lot older, right? But it's but it's just like every day she like goes into yeah. work, she, she has to deal with that. So it also makes a little bit more sense why the it would take up so much of the album because she it's it's not just like a random person. Right, it takes up you know, so much like, of her mental space. Yeah, what else you gonna so, write music about? Um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I definitely. I'm I I'm phrasing my critique in the way of like I'm just excited for her next project to see where she could, like what she could write about yes next, right when like all of this stuff is is like sorted out and stuff I want to know what kind of story she has to tell after that but no like you said great debut album I think she's awesome I I'd love to see if she like sticks with the 2000s era pop punk or if she just goes kind of fully into like current day pop. Um, and also like, as we move along in time, there is gonna, like, this was one of the very first, um, at least in music, like kind of like current music, um, there's just straight up references to the music we grew up with. Like, right. Yeah. Like we're, we're kind of at the time where the con the popular content creators on the internet are like our age slash younger, older. And so they are super nostalgic to like what we grew up on. Mm -hmm. Whereas like for the majority of our adolescents, like the people we looked up to, they were more nostalgic for like early nineties content that we like kind of recognize, but now we're getting to where it's like 
stuff is coming out that it's like straight up what we used to listen to. Yeah, they you know? they so, are yeah. the like Paramore and they're like the little siblings of people our age, right? And so the people like the, the yeah. stuff that that people like Olivia Rodrigo were like fed as a little kid from the people that they look to older than them are the stuff that like we listen to. Uh, yeah. And and so you can hear a lot of those. And, and like I think that's really what a lot of times where a lot of people's creative influence comes from. You know, it's like the what was what was introduced to you by someone like older than you who kind of paved the way, like an older sibling yeah. or yeah. or like a, a close friend or like a cousin or uh, I think like most of my favorite music was by like was introduced to me by someone who's a little bit older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's yeah, what I do. But um, so uh, speaking of well, people who are a little bit older than me, uh, Tyler the Creator, um, <laughs> uh, I third album of Tyler 2.0, as I would say, some people might say fourth. Um, third and Tyler 2.0. Third and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's most accurate. Uh, album 3.5 of Tyler 2.0. Um, what, is, what is Tyler 2.0? Uh, there's I, Goblin Tyler and there's, there's Flower, Flower Boy, Tyler. Boy Tyler. I am a big <laughs> like fan post of Post Odd Future. Of, yeah, Post Odd Future. I'm a big fan of Tyler 2.0. I am uh, a very much not fan of Tyler 1.0. Uh, Tyler 2.0 is one of my favorite artists uh, that is like currently making music today. Uh, but I can't. Goblin, all that stuff, not for me. Um, and it's got there's a whole because that's like. <laughs> that's like what i've will like i i've listened to a bit of flower boy i've listened to like this album obviously but like and, and a bit of igor but i mostly am more familiar with the sound of goblin odd future cherry bomb tyler which is funny yeah which there's a lot of probably if you go back and listen to it today you're like oh my gosh this is problematic yeah like <laughs> i mean yeah it's the same yeah. with a lot of artists same with like um, Eminem. yeah that's know? what i was about oh, to say yeah uh, and yeah well yeah, billy billy eilish just got billy there's just a headline i saw the other day of she got in trouble for mouthing one of the lines from goblin wow and she was like i was yeah she was like i was only 13 at the time i'm sorry it doesn't excuse my actions blah 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 but it's like <laughs> it's like 13 year old billy eilish gets in trouble for mouthing the lines but like yeah not that's kind of like the, perform them yeah you know? this is a so. whole different like conversation but i do have some opinions on that um, anyway, but, sorry. Uh, um, anyway, yeah. Um, new Tyler album. So weird. It was not going from like Flower Boy to Igor. This is not what I was expecting. I like it kept getting like hit like, you know, like the transition Flower Boy to Igor is like the <sighs> Flower Boy like is exactly what it says, right? Like he's like opening up as a person and like growing into himself and a really cool album. And then Igor is kind of like the very like next step after this like relationship that he's writing about a lot. And, um, and Igor kind of like, it gets like super condensed in comparison, not super condensed, but like, like more condensed and a lot more, um, uh, like the, I feel like the, the emotions in Igor are like really are like heightened and like really clear. And it, like, it's just a whole, like it, it's a, it, it, it's a movement, but it's like definitely a different vibe. And I was kind of just expecting like another kind of like movement in that direction. Uh, and then, yeah, this album's kind of weird compared to the other two, but I like it. I, uh, I really like the way that Silas described this album because I think it, 
kind of gives a little reference and context to like what you expect from Tyler and like what kind of music you were hoping to get out of this album. Um, and I was like really, I liked Cherry Bomb a lot. I, and I say that by meaning like the four songs off Cherry Bomb that are actually palatable <laughs> um, to be, I mean, if, to be frank, but um, like, so like this for me was super exciting to get like this version of Tyler back with a shiny yeah. new coat of paint, essentially. Yes. Um, it's and very so much like, like Cherry Bomb in some ways. I was like super excited for to hear like when Lumberjack dropped um, and like What's Your Name dropped, like both of those, like super great like like hot wind blows and lumberjack are essentially like heightened versions of like smuckers from cherry bomb and what's your name <laughs> is like essentially like a heightened version of like too fucking young two-seater tyler and like those like the sing-songy and rap tyler which like there are some problems with one of those songs that i mentioned we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that right now um but i really like this album a lot um and every time I listen to it again, like if I go back and listen to specific songs or listen through, it just gets better every time I listen to it. Um, I think Jackson Silas and I talked about this earlier in this week, but like there's just so many, like every song is good, to be honest, in my opinion. But then there's like, like the opening is really good. Corso slaps, Lemonhead is good. What's Your Name is the smoothest song Tyler may have ever made. Like yeah. it's just sex on a record it's good <laughs> lumberjack's a banger hot wind blows is probably is, the best lil wayne verse it, that has come I, out in the is. past eight years it's my favorite part of the album and it's because of Lil wayne and it it breaks my mind like it, my favorite part of this great new tyler album is is Lil wayne i think ronnie the other day you said just going way harder than he has any business to be going uh and just like fucking killed it man and i was saying like yeah like tyler and lil wayne just need to make an album it just needs to be a, a little wayne <laughs> album produced by tyler the creator and i would be so happy i honestly would be too oh. um but yeah all the all the songs are good and then like several of them just like slap they bang in the whip juggernaut is really great i didn't think yeah. Lil Uzi vert could be that Lil Uzi vert which jackson said and i was like <laughs> that is so true wilshire is really good so far like it's it's all great i still think i like igor more probably yeah. um in hindsight which like i know silas you like flower boy more than igor but i would say i like igor is probably my favorite tyler album still just because like as a cohesive album i think it's like one of the greatest like albums of the last decade, which is kind of crazy, yeah. um, in my opinion, for my tastes. Um, but like, Call Me If You Get Lost is like a close, like second, third. I think it's probably tied with maybe a little bit under Flower Boy in my mind. Maybe like one's an 8.2 and one's an 8.3. <laughs> and like, yeah. that might change based on the day, but um, I really loved the album. Mm -hmm. I really liked it too. I've listen to it a bunch now it's very easy for me to listen to um i think uh, i don't i don't know of anything that i i'm kind of in the position where it's like i'm i think i'm just going to like anything he makes because he just seems to make um uh, both music and like music music videos with like a very specific personality to them very him he is like like a 
curator of like sound and fashion and like taste and appeal. Uh, and I will agree that like this album does not feel as cohesive. I think it's meant to feel like it's, you know, moving around and genre and flavor more, which did does give me a little bit of um, Cherry Bomb vibes. Yeah. Uh, but I was definitely excited to hear him rap more and he's got like I don't there's not other than who that boy I can't think of much braggadocio that has been on the last like couple albums but there's a good amount of braggadocio on this one and Mm -hmm. I like it and it took me back to like uh there were times where he's rapping and I'm hearing like Goblin Tyler's like low grumbly voice and I'm like this is really cool um that like I-, I wasn't expecting this direction either i was expecting him to stay into this this kind of neo pop um modern tyler flavor and like maybe even less rap because that was the trajectory we were going but it was really cool because he brought a lot of the um he brought a lot of the the new pop feeling with um just good rap is what it felt like to me um and the features are great the overall sound and production is great i like it a lot i feel like i haven't dug into the content as much yet but i have really enjoyed the the flavor of the album a lot yeah it's 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 super good um also just like you said like the production and then like just good rap also like lumberjack is like just an odd future beat but Mm. it's just so good um rolls royce pull up black boy hop out you know Mm -hmm. when you hear that Mm -hmm. what are you gonna do you're gonna bob the head it's just what's gonna happen (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) so good yeah it's got a lot of you're up yeah. Uh, oh well, see, like I'm a little out of my element of it, so I've just been enjoying you guys um, talking about it. I mean, like, like again, I've listened to it probably three-ish times now, um, and I mean, all I can say is that I like, I like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't go too too much into it, um, but I was thinking while I was listening to you guys talk regarding the the braggadocious vibe that Jackson mentioned and I was thinking about kind of like all that Tyler is doing now do you this this might be a little blasphemous but do you think he might be taking <laughs> taking the role of of Kanye <laughs> as we see <laughs> well Kanye's like not I'm not like taking the role of him but do you know what I'm saying no, yeah um, like like no one can do that but I'm just saying like are there any other and we could just cut this but are there any other like like rapper singers doing this much stuff or am I just like stupid no I I understand what you're saying well also too so the um I don't remember like what I was doing, uh, but I got an Instagram notification that said Felicia the goat is going live. And I looked at it and I was like, what the, what? Like, oh wait, that's Tyler's Instagram handle. And uh, and so like I clicked on it and uh, he like, it was, he like just released the album. Um, like he like 
clicked release and they started this Instagram video like super late at night. And uh, and he was, he's kind of feeling himself. Like he, and he admitted it in the video. I, I didn't watch it super long. I was like going to bed, I think. Um, uh, but I opened it for a second and he was, he was like definitely like, we released this album. It's awesome. Like, like very like, just like big energy. Uh, and in one point he's like, I like, I know I'm bragging a lot and like, I'm sorry, but like, we just released this album and I am so like, like I'm the fucking best. And, and he was just yeah. like, he was just kind of like, all like almost manic uh, with how much he was, he was feeling himself about this album. That's kind and, of, and I'm not mostly, yeah. Well, and, and I'm not saying like just on that, but I'm just saying like he's got his own festival, he's got his own clothing line, he's yeah. got like he's doing so much art outside of just music when he got into being an artist for music, you know, and and I'm just like he's he's kind of blowing up and doing like all this other stuff. And I don't know, I was just like not like again, like I think I phrased it wrong, but like we see like Kanye kind of like taking big steps kind of away from the limelight, away from like mm-hmm. music and stuff. And, and I'm just wondering, like, do you think Tyler could be on that trajectory career? He said I think, that. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I think he's, it's he's like, talking yeah, about wanting to do that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think like I don't think you asked the question incorrectly. I mm. think well, I, I think it was like the way it was phrased. Like for the for yeah. the listener, we all just gave Chance this like head ass look yeah. in Discord, and I think that made him like rethink what he was saying. But I don't think you were like were <laughs> off base by the time you got to no, the no, question. Yeah. Like I I think it goes back to what what Jackson mentioned, which is the personality that Tyler has, and so I think they are related in the way that like it's just a, such a big brand and such a big, big personality that they carry with them. Um, and then like naturally as that leaks out, seeps out into other forms of art, you kind of see a similar, like you said, trajectory while I don't like think Tyler is Kanye or Kanye is Tyler. Um, I do think like Kanye has a very Kanye way of doing everything he does. The music that he makes, the, the clothing that he makes, the, the places that he shows up, the concerts that he does. Um, and I think that like Tyler is very similar in that way. Like everything Tyler does is very Tyler and mm-hmm. he's doing so much now that his brand is just kind of blowing up. Um, so that's where I think that they're similar. So I don't think it's like a bad comparison. You know what? Yeah. Um, oh, wait, Jackson, you first. Yeah, I, after hearing the full question, I'm, I'm, I definitely agree. He's got, and that's kind of what I meant by this like curator type thing. He, um, I was listening to something talking about Kanye and somebody, he was like Justin Vernon or something talking about Con- Kanye and saying that he's not really a musician, musician as much as he is like a director or some type of like, um, you know, like artist in a more global sense because they're bringing their virtuosic like taste and personality and traits and manifesting it all in a way that just other artists can't do and have have people do that for them um because i mean and there's nothing wrong with that right like that's what you should do if like you know like i can write damn good music but i can't make a music video or something like that you know i'm gonna get somebody that i know respect and like their taste 
to do it for me where i mean i i don't know how much tyler involves himself in every bit of what he does but there definitely is more of um like a on hand um curation feeling to it and it's it's it is kanye like i i definitely agree Mm -hmm. yeah um i well you know we, we did mention this earlier like he's definitely said that he would love to the the interview or the quote or whatever it was that i saw of him talking about this uh, made it sound like he would love to eventually just kind of move away from like rapping and and maybe even just producing music altogether and uh, would love to do other things like he just i i think he just sees himself as a creator and and wants to like always be doing something new um and is like definitely i think he's at this point probably is like pretty when everyone wants you to do music it's really hard to say no and so i'm assuming he's probably gonna do that for a long time but i like it's the i i can see that drive to just like create things and just kind of keep going and just keep your foot on the gas pedal and and uh whether that's music or whether it's videos or whether it's clothes or whether it's whatever um so i can totally see that similarity and you know there's one other thing that we haven't mentioned that tyler the creator and kanye west uh have in common and it's that they don't have a DD podcast that is true oh shit i would i would love I would love to actually hear some some rappers play D and D. That would be pretty funny. That I I can. There's a lot of D and D tables I could see with a bunch of rappers on them. That would I would, I would pay a small amount of money to see. The only one that I can think of is Young Check. So. Oh yeah, Young Check. Yeah. You want to play D and D, Young Check? Hey, you take yeah, let's play some damn ass D and D, baby. All right, you can take Zach's <laughs> spot. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>